Hey guys, Beth here, and I'm really excited because we have the wonderful Brandy with us. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing, Brandy? How are things going? Your salon gets to open back up? Yeah, we're officially open and hopefully never to be shut down again for coronavirus. Things are looking up. Excited well, about That's that. That's good. That's awesome. Well, we're excited to have you with us today. And we have a really, 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 really big announcement for you small group leaders. And so we have been really praying and based on your check-ins that we've had with you and just conversations with the church and how things are going, we've decided to pivot. And this pivot does not mean that we're completely throwing everything away, but we're going to offer you guys some solutions and some help and some really practical advice to be able to make small group better and just easy again. A lot of the things that we're hearing from you guys is that people are overwhelmed. They're not able to do the intersect. They're not able to really listen to the message and it's discouraging for you guys because you've put in a lot of effort. And so then small group just doesn't feel like it used to. And that's okay, because there's so much going on in the world right now. There's so many things happening that people are overwhelmed with kids in school and things being closed and being home so much. We get that. And so we want to offer you the opportunity to be able to just really focus on building community. One of the things that Maggie Bell, who works at the church, said that when kids came back from children's and back into children's ministry, one of the things that she realized is that kids forgot how to play together. Brandy, have you ever forgot how to play with your friends? I probably have not forgotten. I would like to not play with some of my friends now. (laughs) (laughs) They're not friends anymore, if that's the case. But no, I haven't forgotten to play with my friends, but I do understand what you're talking about because the more that we are secluded from people, we forget how to be relational with people. Absolutely. And so just like we needed to teach the littles how to play together again, just as adults, we need to be reminded of what it's like to be in small group together. And so we're going to take it all the way back to the basics. And we're going to kind of unravel this big plan where we're going to start working back to transformational relationships. One of the things with Crosspoint that differentiates us from everywhere else is that we do relationships really, really well. And so we want to start focusing on that so that we're not stagnant or stuck or even going backwards, but that we're able to move forward. And so some really cool ways that um, we're doing that. We've had a staff retreat working on the points, and then we've just been figuring them out and tweaking them. And so they might change a little bit, but just to give you guys a really quick rundown of the things that we want you guys to focus on. The first thing that we want you guys to realize is that you guys can do this in addition to the intersect, you guys can do it in in place of the intersect, or you guys can just go back and forth week to week, but you guys have options. That's the main thing. And so we're not getting rid of the intersect. The intersect is still a huge part, but for those groups that it's just a little overwhelming right now, we're letting you know that's okay 
to focus on these things. And so Brandy, do you want to read us the seven core things that we'll be focusing on? Yes. So for transformational relationships together, we're going to seek Jesus, practice faith, live authentically, courageously speak truth, celebrate growth, radically unify. And we need that right now, if we're being honest, and multiply. And so this list is not a list of where we go in order. This list is going to be kind of like a circle and you will need to be working on all of these things to be able to start having the deeper relationships. But one of the things that we just want to focus on right now, this week, this month is seeking Jesus. That should be a big no duh, right? Here in small (laughs) groups and it's seek Jesus, but it's so much more than that. And so for group, we can seek what's going on in the world, right? We can seek politics. We can seek just the health crisis. We can even seek, you know, whether you like Marvel versus DC, you know, (laughs) like those are the things that start to dominate conversations in small group. And one of the things that I want us to really focus on is I want us seeking Jesus And so as small group leaders, what are some creative ways that you guys can seek Jesus? Can you, in all things, when there's a crisis, instead of throwing out advice and different things, the first thing we should do is we should fall on our knees in prayer. We should go to Jesus first. And so, but daily finding ways to connect with each other and seek Jesus together. Brandy, do you have any like cool, fun things that you guys do as a group that you seek Jesus together? Well, I just want to go back to your point about prayer and then I'll, I'll hit it something else, but like you think, duh, prayer, of course, we're going to pray and seek Jesus that way. But I mean, how many times has somebody told you, this is something that we've talked about in our small group. Um, one of our leaders, Rob Gutierrez talks about it is his desire. I don't know if desire or passion. I'm not sure what the word is for it, but you know, when you're having a conversation with somebody and they're telling you that they need prayer for something and you just say, okay, well, I'll pray for it. And then you like go on with a conversation. He's very intentional about, okay, let's stop right now. And let's pray about this right now. So that's one way that you're seeking God is you're inviting God into that conversation immediately. You're not waiting to do it, not even waiting until the appropriate time that you have scheduled for your group for when you're supposed to pray. Like you just need to be a little bit more open to when you are called to pray as a leader for your people. That's that's a really good tip. I think so many times in group, we go through everyone's prayer request and we never just stop and pray. And even if it's just in conversation of, if I yeah. call you Brandy and I'm like, Hey, this thing happened. And you're like, I'll pray for you. But it's so much right. better if it's, Hey, let's stop and pray right now. That's a great idea, Brandy. Well, and it's, it's not even saying that it's wrong to say, I'll pray for you, but it's so much more personal and relational to actually stop what you're doing. And it says to the person, like, you are this important to me and your prayer is so important to me that we're going to do this right now. That's so good. So, so one of the things that the ladies do in our group, and I know that in past groups, we've had some guys that connect this way as well, but we have our threads, our text threads with our women, and then the guys have theirs too. And 
One of the things that we've tried to do, and we don't do this perfectly all the time, and that's okay, is we together decide on a daily devotional to do. And when we're doing that daily devotional, it's through the Bible app. And so you can connect however many people you want to have on that app. And you guys can go through a devotional together. And so we've done that a couple of times. They have a lot of different options for how long. There's like one day, three day, one year devotionals that you can do. Yeah. And so that's one way that we connect. So it's just us daily getting into the word through this devotional And not only are we getting into the word and seeking God, but we're also connecting with each other through this. No, I think that that's a great, great, great idea. Our group started one and already it's sparked so much conversation. You guys know what your bandwidth is and you guys know what you're capable of, but this is just a really good tip. And so this week, I really really want you guys to focus on what it means to seek Jesus. And so every week we'll roll out new things and new ideas, but we just want you guys to be so, so, so intentional with putting Jesus first and foremost in group this week. Real quick, we're going to talk about the intersect. And so all about spiritual warfare and demons and a legion and oh my goodness, so much stuff. The pigs flying off the cliff. (laughs) Right? Pigs just flying off the cliff. We need to focus on Jesus and seek Jesus so much more because there's going to be this feeling in our hearts of let's let's dive into this rabbit hole of spiritual warfare and we want you guys to talk about it but we know you guys aren't going to have the answers to everything so be open for questions but then also be really really ready to say I don't I don't know the answer to that let me find out and then you could text your coach or text Steve or text myself and we would love to come alongside you but giving you guys that freedom to say I don't know and that's okay Brandy, you want to check us with the first question and give us some insight on it? Yeah. So this first question is just kind of hitting back to the last question of last week. Over this past week, what is one way you guarded your heart against negative thoughts and feelings towards God? And that goes back to feeling like God's not there for you and God doesn't care for you. So what we're doing with some of these questions sometimes is we're trying to get you guys to go back so that when we do these questions, it's not just a one and done for you guys. We want you guys to remember this stuff. And so when we have a question like this, it's just to kind of jog your memory and to get you to think about what we've talked about in the past to keep it present. Absolutely guys. That's one of the things we talk about all the time is writing down what people say they want to work on so that you can, you can follow up. And so we're giving you guys actually like a little tip and a tool of, Hey guys, this is what we talked about last week. What are you doing about it? How are you doing with that this week? So it's a great question. And then um, the next ones are just really getting people's comfortability level with the spiritual realm. Have they thought about it? Have they ever experienced that? What was it like when they felt that and how, How have they been able to experience freedom from that? 
So we don't want to just stay in the dark and scary, but also talk about experiencing freedom. And then the scriptures this week are all about being able to see Jesus's authority over the spiritual realm. And so above all else, like Steve said, like Jesus is in control and Jesus has the power. And the scariest thing sometimes is that Jesus has that power. But for us, it's not scary. It's powerful and it's wonderful. And we don't have to be afraid. And so these scriptures all just talk about Jesus's authority. And then the last one, I think it's just a cool way for you guys to be able to just break down your story and all the times you guys have experienced spiritual freedom and being able to share that so that the group ends on this beautiful high note of here's my story and here's how God's delivered me. So we're really excited. We're excited for this week in small groups. I feel like it's going to be really powerful. But we're also really just excited to give you guys some tips on how to have just a more fulfilling and powerful small group. Brandy, any last thoughts? No, I would just say just really dig in with your your group and seeking Jesus for sure. But just having those transformational relationships, it's not just transformational for the people in your group. Like as leaders, the people in your group can transform you too. It's not just us giving, giving, giving to them. When there's that relationship and that trust built between everybody, you're going to get back as much as you give to them. I promise you that. Absolutely. And just being really, really open to that, guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, Please email us your thoughts and questions. And we love you. And we look forward to hearing from you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.